What's good, family? It's Kat. I'm a mom, entrepreneur, and small business owner of A Lot of Locks Hair Suite located in Southfield, Michigan. I'm also a self-published author of Intro to Starter Locks, A Beginner's Guide, now available on Amazon and Lulu.com. If you haven't already, check out the Minding My Black-Owned Business Women in Business podcast. This space was created to celebrate and highlight successful Black women entrepreneurs in a community who represents the culture. Get free business tips and resources for Black women aspiring to start their own businesses. If you would like to be a guest on the show to promote your business, email us at dopeblackbiz at gmail.com. Our guest today is Jaja Prochet. She is the owner of the Free to Love You Salon. She's a business owner, self-made entrepreneur. She's a mother of three, has been a hairstylist for over 12 years. Her mission is to provide natural hair care for all textures, as well as educate clients and fellow stylists about natural hairstyling. She is licensed, she's a professional colorist, natural hair stylist, hair educator, and she has these bomb signature curls, y'all. Check her out. Now, listening on a conversation. I'm so happy to have you here today. Um, When I thought about doing this series about hair salons, I said, oh, I got to reach out to Jaja. I got to have her on. We going to have some really, really good, deep conversations about salon, everything across the board. There's so many things that fall under that that's like so important especially in a black hair community mm-hmm. you do things differently as professional stylists um everything is different the, yeah. even the hair is different the things yeah. that we're doing to um put out into the community to pump up the community the way that we rock everything is different in the community like styles and things that lock creatives or even natural hair creatives do for people can't be emulated or imitated you know it's, it's different you know yes, it everything is so fly and so dope about our melanin our hair everything yes. so miss Zaja, yes. how did you start off with your business um well i would say that um i started during the pandemic actually so i'm actually new as a salon owner okay i've worked under a a salon team a salon environment where i was an employee and i worked there for uh 10 years and so during the shutdown um it's where we you know was sitting still had to rethink you know, make some life-changing decisions. Well, at least that's what it did for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was put in a position where I had to make some really um, important decisions moving forward when it came to business, when it came to my home lifestyle, my children. Mm-hmm. And that is where I decided to open up my own salon. Um, it was, you know, the decision with um, my children being at home mm-hmm. for school, and I needed to have more flexibility with my schedule. 
because the environment that I was working in before it was more of a structured, strict type of environment, which was good for the time that I was there. But growth came and I had to make some decisions. So I am actually um, in a, in my home mm-hmm. where I have um, renovated uh, another unit in my home and that is my actual salon. And so now here I am, free to love you salon. And I've been open since December. Wow. Before I opened the actual space though, I did drive, I was mobile. I was driving to my clients' homes until you know my home and everything was ready so that is how i got started awesome i just want to give y'all a quick backstory real quick when i met this lady she was so delightful she was a negative i met you at the um naturally fly yes 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 Natural Detroit Hair Show. Um, That was about, I want to say, like, what, four four years ago? Something like that. And this was my first time setting up as a stylist. I didn't, I I was nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, So Etta was like, girl, you be okay. Just get up there, you know, do your thing or whatever. And I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, there are no other locticians here. Okay, I guess Mm -hmm. I'll get to know some people. I was scared to death because it was my first time trying to get out there get clients, meet, you know, people, network. So it was a positive experience. But when I had came up to you to talk to you, I was like, oh, man, she's so nice. She has attitude. I was like, oh, I said, I got to get her information and maybe like we can collab on something or maybe get some tips or information from you about um, the conversation we had about um, natural hair cultivation and things like that. But, like, the vibe and everything when I met you was, like, so dope. I was like, man, if we can have more people in the community like this, that that will help uplift other natural hair stylists. And that would, like, not have any negative, not none of that negativity. Yeah. We we will make so much more money. You know, there's so much money out here to be made yeah. together yeah. than, Absolutely. you know, separating and down talking each other. But Absolutely. I just wanted to get that backstory. Oh, I am so <laughs> grateful. I'm so grateful for the uh, divine connections and the alignment and putting us at that time together. I remember yes. you. Um, and, you know, one thing about, um, being in this industry, the start is there's no competition. Like I'm not a kind of competitive exactly. type of person. Um, I'm all about focusing on yourself. That's why I love your podcast, honey. Mind black <laughs> own business. You mind your own business, okay? Yes. And when you focus on yourself and you know that you are in an alignment, then you're not gonna miss out on anything, you know. Because um, all you have to do is just work on you, you know, work on you and focus right. on what it is that you need to do and offer mm-hmm. for this uh, industry, you know. So I, I, I love it. I love it. I love partnering with fellow stylists. Mm-hmm. You see, I love referring because I can't do everybody. I don't want to do exactly. Everybody. <laughs> I don't want to do everybody. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's a, it's a blessing when you can find fellow um, hairstylists that are professional, that um, have everything um, organized, and they're about their business, you know, so that I feel comfortable 
with referring clients to different people because it's, it's hard right now it is really hard finding a reliable stylist yes <laughs> very hard oh my you goodness know, I, I yeah. can't tell you yeah yeah, <laughs> it's yeah very yeah. hard Yes, yes, yes. So with everything that you do and all of her services that you provide for your mm -hmm. clients from your signature coils mm -hmm. to hair coloring, what sets your business apart from all the other salons? Let's just say locally in the uh, Metro Detroit area. What sets your business apart? Okay. Well, I would say um, it, I definitely provide a home atmosphere. Um, going to my client's home during a time with waiting for my home to be, you know, renovated and all of that, um, I was inspired. You know, it was peace when I went into their homes, you know, and transitioning from what I was um, used to. I'm like, wow, this is what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And so I got inspired. I said, this is what I want my salon to feel like. Yes, it is a salon space. It looks like, you know, a suite. But I, when my clients come, I want them to feel like they're still at home and they can be, quote, free. You know, the mm -hmm. name of the salon is Free to Love You. And that's exactly what I want the focus to be for them to be whoever it is that they need to be while they're here at this moment, gaining this experience, learning, uh, laughing, relaxing, whatever it is. I try my best to um, become in tune with each and every one of my clients and give them a personal experience when they're here. I mean, down from the music, <laughs> yes. down to uh, the shampoo area, if I feel that they're not talking that much, that's why I'm going to be quiet. I'm not going to be asking all those questions because <laughs> I want to be, you know, in tune with my clients. Um, and understanding as a stylist and a spiritual person, we are like... Um, they're allowing us permission to touch their crown. Yeah. You know, that's very important. So I have to be um, at peace, you know, and have myself in check before I touch my clients. Because whatever it is that's going on with me, it can transfer to them. Exactly. So I want to make sure that it's a holistic experience when they come to my salon. Mm. Yes, ma'am. I love that. Yes. I, I love that. And it's such a beautiful thing to be able to have that space to provide mm -hmm. to your clients that's mm -hmm. different. Yeah. And that that engagement, that intimacy with your clients. You know, you conversating with them and you know, you're um you're getting high off their vibes, they're getting yeah. high off your vibes. And yeah. Being together in that space, you know, yeah. the time go by really quick. It does. It's, it's like it's a wonderful experience. So mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's Actually, like, and seeing the change or the shift from leaving a more um, team environment where there's multiple people in the salon, um, you know, it's so many energies. So being here, I'm able to control the energy in the salon. That, you know, yeah. so that's very important for me. And I'm glad I had the opportunity to do that for, for my Awesome. Absolutely. Now, can you tell the community all the different services that you provide? Yeah. Um, so I provide, um, of course, shampoo and cutting, coloring. I specialize in coloring hair. Um, I do um, a natural hair uh, curl styles. That's really one of my, my 
signature things that I do is I have created a technique specifically for for type textures, um, enhancing their natural curls and giving them like that really pretty detailed look, you know. Um, uh, I do flat twists, natural hair flat twists, not with hair added, but just the natural hair up in a flat twist style. Um, flat twist outs, twist outs, flexi rise, that is another one of my popular go-to um, curl enhancing styles. Um, I do some weaving, like crochet braids, and I'll do sew-ins. I'm not a braider. And I do do traditional locks, <laughs> but I'm not a lock expert <laughs> like you. That's all right. That's, all right. <laughs> That's why I was like, uh-uh, don't over there. <laughs> she can hook you up and get you together. So, yeah, that is what I, I provide. Wow. Yeah. What's your journey with so much growth, development, and skill building? Um, have you recognized how your business has transformed? Absolutely. Um, when I first started out doing hair, um, you know, you kind of, um, you know, being a cosmetology school, you're introduced to so many areas as being a stylist. Um, they didn't really, of course, you know, they don't teach you like natural hair techniques, but, um, being, I was, you know, working for about i say six seven years and i decided to focus on natural hair you know really getting into detail in regards to products um how they work on our hair understanding um the pattern of porosity the um, what it needs in order to last you know that's one of right. the main <laughs> concerns about um a lot of our our um, mm -hmm. clients um they don't want to be doing that here all the time. You know, we yeah, got everything to do. <laughs> so uh, once I perfected um, styling, curling the natural hair and however it comes, you know, and they're they going out, you know, shopping and all of that. And people stopping them. And, you know, I got used to it. So I did tell them, I warned them. I said, you know, after you leave here, mm -hmm. you are now a celebrity and people are going to keep stopping you, asking you about right. your hair. And, you know, so that is where the growth and the attraction and people getting to learn about me and all that good stuff. And it's just been going and going and going from there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I know like our day-to-day -day as uh, professional stylists changes. We have busy days. We have slow days. We have days where, uh, you know, you, you be exhausted sometimes, you know, and you just have to maneuver through life situations, uh, things that randomly happen. You know, you just have to go with all the bumps and bruises. <laughs> that. So with that, uh, what barriers have you experienced in your business and how did you overcome those? Okay, so I'm still trying to overcome those things. And one of those things is scheduling um, my time off, actually. Yes. And, um, you know, and staying consistent with that and then actually saying no, mm -hmm. you know, because I want to be of service and provide and, you know, but can't do it, I can't do it. So that is still a challenge for me. Mm -hmm. um, also getting out of that um, uh, survivor's 
mentality because you know when you first start off it's like you gotta hustle 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 mm -hmm. and i'm trying to transition out of that mindset you know you have to trust that god is going to do exactly what it said he's gonna do right so like relax so not being um so available all the time i have to remember to take time for myself and be consistent mm -hmm. with that um so that's been my my main like struggle thus far is really, you know, setting my schedule and staying consistent with that. You know, if I'm not open, I'm not open. <laughs> but I'm still working on that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's an yeah. ongoing challenge, you know, because you, when your clientele starts to build up, you're able to block off extra time and uh, make planning and, you know, space off your time because we need that time to ourselves to yeah. recoup, rebuild, yeah. and to clear our everything. Yeah. <laughs> like a, a, a refresh. You know? Absolutely. We, Absolutely. We have to do that for ourselves so that we can stay consistent in our business, um, our mental health stability, and also Absolutely. with being able to um, provide that top-notch service for our clients. So it, it, it's a must. And I, I agree. Still today, I'm having that issue because when I first started, I was like, okay, well, I ain't working on this day. Mm -hmm. And then next week, I'm working on that day. I said, I yeah. to work. You know, yeah. so and it's like, you don't want to disappoint or, you know, let your clients down. So it's it's really hard for, for me in my current situation. I'm trying to build a team so mm -hmm. that I can to a new stylist who are looking to either be locticians or professional braiders yeah, and yeah. that I can give give them, you know, pass yeah. that work off to them so that I have a lot of workload because, you know, we got family and we Absolutely. have other things that's going on. You know, we want to go on a vacation, you know, yeah. <laughs> lay in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, 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 it's a lot, but um, Consistency is key, so we have to keep reminding ourselves, okay, don't overwhelm yourself. You know, you said you weren't going to do this, so don't do this. You know, it's okay to say no. So I I agree 100% on what you said. <laughs> so um, I noticed, like, when I was going to the salons, when I had the perm and uh, the little small curls and walking into the salons, it seems like, the structure of the salons are so different than now, you know, um, pre-COVID, you know, salons would be packed and busy with people. And as I would look at the stylist, you know, you have the good stylist or, the, as I say, the professional stylist who takes the time to educate the client, not only just doing their hair and sending them on their way. They take the time um, to give back to this client. Then you have the stylist who rush them right out or um are late yeah you know, <laughs> i can see you five ten minutes late but you got these stylists who are hours late and then expect the client to still wait and expect to be paid for the services so i'm like wow does etiquette still exist in a salon setting you know like what what happened to the standard you know um because a lot of people well let's just say um a lot of stylists you know it, mm, 
it's not a good look. <laughs> and you know what? I grew up in the salon. My mom was a hairstylist as well. So what we are dealing with as with a professional, um, you know, having that standard is has been a decade issue for our black salon industry. Um, and I think it's just all about you desiring or having or wanting that um, mindset. Like you have to learn to be mindful. You have to choose to be mindful. I remember being in beauty school. Um, I, you know, was told, you know, you'll be servicing professional women, you know, so it was kind of like things were confirmed for me. But I also had a vision on what type of salon environment I wanted to be in. You know, so it's about that personal uh, desire that you have in order to service your clients. And unfortunately, some stylist does not, you know, involve their clients <laughs> in the well-being of their services. It's just about them, you know. Um, and I think that comes with um, how you were brought up, you know. If you never, you know, some stylists, young stylists specifically, They've been doing hair since they were in high school or, you know, they left out of high school, started doing hair. So, you know, they've never probably had customer service training or anything on that level. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's like it's the class of some of our people. <laughs> and um, I definitely believe we have to have a standard of providing quality and professional services to our, our, our um, clients. If we say we're going to do something, then do it. You know, I'm a person that is a woman of, our, of my word. If I'm going to, if I say I'm going to do something, I do my best to do what I say I'm going to do, you know. Um, and I want to treat, once again, is that treat people the way you want to be treated. Exactly. You know? And I look at getting my hair done like a spa service. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I want to, um, so that's, that's how I look at things. But I know not a lot of people, it starts with the mind. Mm -hmm. you know, the mind has to be right. <laughs> exactly. And unfortunately, we can't make everyone um, understand what it means to be mindful when it comes to this industry. You know, um, it, it's, it has to be a personal desire for self. And they'll learn, you know. <laughs> they will look one way or the other. <laughs> they will definitely learn, you know, because, you know, things do change. Seasons come and they go, you know. So things may be popping right now, but where will you be in the next five to seven years, you know. Right. So I believe in quality over quantity, you know. Um, I'm not about the numbers. They ask, like, how many people? I don't know how many I did. Because I'm not counting, you know. <laughs> I'm just exactly. going with the flow because each person brings a different amount of timing and things on that level. So mindfulness is very important when it comes to this industry. You have to be very mindful of people's time, your time. You know, it's just it's a lot that goes into it. And unfortunately, a lot of the new stylists or stylists, period, are mm -hmm. just not aware of that. That's just not a priority for them. 
Right. And then I believe it would take us coming together and doing more things to show forth and putting ourselves out there, especially our clients. Like our clients, they go out, honey, and they would tell the people, you know, she is that, she is this, you know, and that's, that's starting somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. So I forget that. So it's gonna be all right, girl. We gonna we gonna be all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at this time, we're gonna answer a couple of questions that you got from the community. Yeah. All right. So we have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you have a mentor program for new cosmetologists? Oh. So actually, I do not at this time, but that is something that I am working on. Um, so I'm, we'll talk about that, um, you know, in a minute. But yeah, that is something I am definitely in um, process of, of developing something on that level. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yay! <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Next question. I've been locked since 731.20. Can I dye my locks? Um, so in regards to personal color questions, mm-hmm. that is something that you would have to have a, con- a consultation to uh, you know, get that question answered, <laughs> in my professional opinion. I mean, it's been over a year, or it's about to be a year. Um, I, if you're not having any damage, um, to your hair since you've had your locks done, there's no thinning in your scalp. Um, you know, your how it depends on the phase that your locks are in now. You know, it's just a lot of things to consider when it comes to um, making a decision about color. But it's been over a year. I say you can definitely, you know, color your locks. <laughs> um, but definitely seek out professionals for a consultation to um to you know to get that get that uh, answer yes ma'am that was a really good question and someone asked the same question in the comments mm-hmm. so um same thing like if you have traditional locks sister mm-hmm. locks you want to make sure that you go through that waiting period when your locks are maturing they're going through different phases once your locks have completely went through those phases yes depending on what your loctician says or um if when you get that consultation with um a specialist that colors go out get that consultation get the information that you need but also back to the basics you have to make sure that you're taking care of your hair so during that consultation, Jaja, um, are there any like particulars you look for um, when you get people that come in, like referrals that say, yeah, I want my tips done, but if their uh, locks are mature and the ends are not closed, would you go ahead on to uh, process that for them or would you consider them waiting a little bit longer? Yeah, it definitely just depends on the situation. Um, I know for sure, like, I've, for um, loose natural hair, period, I ask them what their goal is. So if your goal is growth, you know, everyone wants long hair, long, yeah. cool, healthy hair. And my suggestion is to wait until you are almost at the goal that 
you look like for your hair. And then you can go in and enhance and change the hair. You know, if you're still experiencing uh, or if you like to keep your hair at a certain length and or like it short, then yes, you can have fun with color. But if your goal is growth and health, reach that goal first. And then you can start changing and doing other things first. You know, I'm all about one thing at a time before you just start doing a whole bunch of stuff. You know, because it can it'll yeah. take longer. It could possibly um, make that goal, you know, stretch that thing out about four, five years. You not take care of your hair. <laughs> Learn your hair first before you start doing all that extra stuff to it. Stay consistent with one thing first, your styling, your products, you know. Uh, the timing that you go to your appointment, stay consistent with that first. See some improvements first before you start adjusting your natural texture with chemicals. Awesome. So that's spot on. We have a person in the community that adds they have natural hair. However, they have thinning at the crown. What should they do? They want to say natural, but they're frustrated with the thinning. Okay. Um, so when it comes to thinning, um, you want to consider when it starts, what is causing the, thin, the thinning, and I would always suggest going to a dermatologist um, mm -hmm. because your dermatologist can help um, what is that, diagnose whatever is causing the thinning. depends on your age. You know, of course, as we age, our hair naturally thins, um, especially up in the crown area. Um, so if it's just starting, you definitely want to um, have a uh, dermatologist check on that before it gets worse. The earlier you get it taken care of, the sooner you can either stop the process or slow it down. You know, and definitely stay away from um, styles that will cause pulling in your scalp. You know, a lot of pulling. You want to stick to uh, what they say protective styles where you are not constantly pulling on your scalp and stressing your scalp out. So yes. That's so important. Yeah, I don't stop doing so much. <laughs> yes, they, they do so much. Yeah. But what I love about um informal, well not informal, formal hair care educators is that um we pick up on stuff. You know, when people are stressed out, you see stress spots. When people have other health issues going on, you be able to pick up on it. Um just to give them that feedback. And I think that's like so phenomenal to be able to get all of that information to help them. So that's dope. So make sure that y'all are paying attention to this information out there that uh, Ms. Jaja is giving for y'all to take care of y'all here before y'all come see her. Yes. Um, also, just real quick, um, if you're on like blood, blood pressure medication, you know, a lot of us have high blood pressure and we are prescribed with blood uh, pressure medicine that can cause um, thinning in the hair as well. Um, so, you know, also consider what you're eating. You know, it always starts with the food and what you put in your mouth. Yes. Um, your food, your water intake, um, all that good stuff. You know, whatever what you you're, say you're putting in comes on out. <laughs> what you say now to that one more time? What's that? All that good stuff? Yes. Water. I cannot. Water. Huh? Water. It's important. Important, Absolutely. especially for us. Y'all, I need y'all to drink y'all water. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because your black will crack. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the, that hair will, it, it will, it's, water does wonders. It sure does. It sure does. Absolutely. All right. Okay. So I, I have a question. Yes. 
I had a few ladies come see me for lot consultations. Mm -hmm. One of the ladies particular had, um, she had a stroke and she ended up going into a coma. When she came out of the coma, she said that her hair texture changed. She was in a coma maybe about 30 days. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen anything like that? Um, no, but I have experience where someone had uh, like chemotherapy and their hair, all their hair came out and it grew back a different texture. Okay. Um, but I haven't experienced anyone that's coming out of a coma change. But I believe once again, it could be medications as well. You know, so when you're in those, when you're in the hospital, people that have surgery, I've experienced clients that have some form of alopecia. And, um, or their stress is in their scalp and they'll have a surgery done, a simple surgery. And then after that, the reaction will come through from their hair and their texture change from their hair. So, uh, you know, we don't know exactly everything that's going into our bodies. Like if we get sick and go into the hospital, it's going to show up in our hair. And that could be one of the reasons why her texture changed. Okay. Yeah, if she had, especially if she hasn't like shampooed her hair. You know, you haven't had any water. I don't know what type of situations going on when you're like just still for 30 days, but that's 30 days of not, you're in a, I don't know what type of um, uh, environment is in the, you know, what type of, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You know, things that are in the air at the hospital. The that right, can, elements yeah, you know, can affect your, your hair. So, all types of situations like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Did she have, did she have sister-in-law? What did she have? No, no. Okay. She was a loose natural. Um, okay. After she came out of the coma, um, she did say that she did chop off the ends of her hair because it was so mangled and like, mm, yeah. which was unfortunate, you yeah. know, but um, she did say her texture changed. So I just thought that was like really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Miss Jaja. Where do you see yourself in your business two to five years from now? Like, what are your goals? So, one of my goals is to form a um, natural hair um, school, online school. Okay. Um, so, the beautiful lady that asked about the mentoring program for a new stylist, that is one of my next goals. I would like to form an online school um, specifically catering to natural hair styling. That is the foundation for the program focusing on the natural hair first and then learning how to change and alter it and all that good stuff um so that is my next goal for the next mm, i say in the next year or two um i want to um start offering that service to start training and teaching other stylists how to um transition their clients from relaxed to natural you know i think it's a fear as well that some stylists are dealing with and those that still do like a lot of pressing curls and relaxers and it's like yeah. a it's a fear you know and i want to be able to help guide them and teach them properly how to how to um uh, transition their silence from you know natural i mean from relaxed hair or pressing curls to actually wearing their hair natural yeah that's a beautiful thing that um you're willing to take on that 
and to teach the community and pour into them so that they will be able to educate others. That's awesome. Now, have you thought about if this will be a course that will be like a certified course that um, they're going to get? Or is this something that um, you want to have like accredited or... You know, um, so I, I believe sport. I believe I'm going to start it off as just like a um, what they call a enhanced what is it uh, advancement okay classes you know so for mm -hmm. stylists that's already been in the industry for as long you know for a long period of time and they want to advance their their uh, techniques and skills you know and they can get a certificate or something at the end I'm still working on those details so. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we will definitely cool. chat more on that. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to be a licensed stylist in order to take this program. Okay. Yeah. So that's even more of a plus. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And why is there such a shortage in black hair care as far as like school lanes? There mm -hmm. are no schools really that touch specifically on black hair care. Absolutely. Well, because there wasn't any, you know, black people that actually developed, you know, the beauty school, uh, cosmetology uh, foundation. You know, it's like we kind of, if that's something that's important to us, we have to do it. You know, it's like we have to break down the old foundation and rebuild our new foundation, you know, to uh, put the uh, things in perspective, put out the right information specifically for us. You know, so it, it's, it hasn't been for our culture. <laughs> right, and so right. even though we have uh, mastered a lot of things in the industry, we have to, um, that is something we have to do for ourselves. You know, it wasn't, it's not that, it's not like that or it's not taught like that in cosmetology school because we weren't the ones that created it. <laughs> so it's like, we got to do the work, you know, we got to do the work so that it can, it can benefit us to the highest of quality and the maximum right. all the information that we need. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And black hair care is like a billion dollar business. So why Absolutely. Not? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But like you said, we have to have that standard first. Um, you know, we don't all have to agree on everything, but if we learn how to um, work with and understand our gifts and our talents um, show forth those things and not be intimidated by each other. We can go, you know, sky limit. When we come together, you already know we change the game. <laughs> right, right. We change yeah. the game. Your others try to emulate us, but you know they can't. <laughs> no, they cannot. Absolutely not. Absolutely not at not. all. No, oh, Someone said, please keep doing your platforms with the natural hair shows. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. And one thing about, like, the, um, I love Naturally Fly Detroit because I didn't yes. feel like I was at, like, a natural hair competition show. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like I was really educating. And I enjoy doing that. I enjoy being in front of, you know, especially with the strangers and, like, you know, picking out people that I didn't know, letting them know the services that I'm offering, and just transforming their hair real quick. Like, yeah, this is what you can do, you know, and because they'd be so surprised that how good their yes. hair is, you know. And I love that. I love that. So, that's more opportunities show. I would definitely um, go and get those those opportunities. So, yeah. 
So at this time, I want to say thank you, Ms. Jaja, for thank being a guest on the podcast, answering questions, and supporting the community. Is there anything at this time you would like to plug in to um, let everyone know what you're doing? If you have um, classes coming up later, maybe like end of summer or fall, any products you want us to um put on at this time or anything that you're doing where you want us to support you? Um, so as of right now, I would say um, I'm taking consultations um, for clients that would like to be uh, consulted about hairstyling in this movie for their personal time, not to come and get their hair done. But I'm definitely willing to offer up my time to help out uh, clients who are uh, in concern about natural hairstyling, especially during this pandemic moment where they can't get to the salons or they're not comfortable with going to the salon. Um, during the shutdown, I did a lot of uh, Facebook, I did a couple Facebook lives where I demonstrated how to, you know, different styling techniques for the hair. And I got a lot of good response from those that were like, I appreciate, you know, what you were saying. I didn't understand certain things, but then I watched it, da, 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 da. And I even had some personal consultations with uh, a lot of those viewers, and it worked out really good. So that is definitely, if you want to book a consultation, you can uh, email me at crochetjaja at gmail.com. Reach out to me on Instagram, on Facebook, and I will work on getting you together. And then I will work on the um, the natural hair uh, online school that is next year sometime. Like I don't even have like a time, and I'm still trying to process that right. thing. Put it out there in the universe, <laughs> absolutely, so that it can be present when absolutely. you are ready for it to come forth. Absolutely, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Well, thank you so much thank for being you. a guest. Yes. I will be reaching out to you because Absolutely. I got some ideas about yes. things. I'm not going to say right here. Okay, come <laughs> Yes. But I will be reaching out to you. Okay. So, you all, thank you for coming out. I hope everyone has a fantastic evening, afternoon. Don't forget to um, support our guest. She gave you the information. I will also post again in the show notes. And on this video post, support, support, support our black women, support our natural hairstylists and everyone in the community who is doing the damn thing. See y'all later. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any questions about today's episode, please email us at dopeblackbiz at gmail.com. Peace and blessings, family.